Rugby League The Musicals 2023 National Tour of Queensland is coming to Canberra. It's an outrageous night of comedy, music and parody songs of footy. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Great show. It's fantastic. It's a sensational show. Dennis Carnahan has written a new song about the villains, controversy and pantomime of Rugby League every week for the last three seasons. With a few special Rugby League guests, he'll bring them all to life in this brand new cabaret, along with some revived and revised crowd favourites. Where is Auckland? That's it, Queensland! You don't need to know anything about rugby league. There are songs. Sing along. Villains. Love your pants off. And plenty of head tape. <laughs> it's hilarious. He's an actual genius. Rugby League, the musical at the Street Theatre Canberra, Thursday, July 13. Book now at rltm.com.au or thestreet.org.au. That's why rugby league has to be a Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular podcast coming to you from on the internet about the Raiders. Um, coming to you from the... Specifically. Fil- yes, yeah, specifically. Coming to you from the filthiest store in Buried Summer and Bowser Civic, the location of which we will never reveal, will we, Blake? No. And we're brought to you with the highly dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Canberra Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet, as well as the cash money sponsorship of Land Speed Records and, of course, the good people at Audio Technica. Indeed, indeed. Equipment. Hey, we've got merch. We do have merch. We've, it's true. We've... People are buying the merch. No. Someone bought a black shirt. Yeah, someone did buy a black shirt. We did get <laughs> a picture. Was it you? Yeah, no, and we'll get to that. You asked for evidence, and evidence was provided. Evidence we'll, we'll was, get... yeah, anyway, did, was forthcoming. Grab your black shirt, grab your Heather shirt, grab your pork shirt, grab your... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You grab know, your crab shirt, coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. Yeah. We love Ricky's shirt. Yeah, did we love Ricky's shirt. Now, we, we should point out that, uh, unfortunately, uh, got some bad news. Our negotiations uh, with the people on the West Coast of the United States have broken down a bit, um, so we're sans Matt... Hollywood, no, never, never the real is. story is Matt is um, he's hosting. Yeah, it's the fourth of July yep. in America. It's the yeah, 5th it is. Of July here. It's still the fourth of July in America right yeah, now, yeah. and he's hosting a fourth of July party. And yep. you know, he's probably like, I don't know, firing guns, laying off fireworks. Yeah, what do they do? Just just crazy stuff. Need hot chanting dogs. USA. Watch watch sports. Oh, they Need eat hot, hot dogs. dogs is really quickly. Yeah. Well, as many as possible. Yeah, that's right. You'd fit in. I You'd would. I absolutely. I'd nail yeah. that thing. So, I, I, as you know, I'm part American, and the Nathan's Hot Dog Challenge is something I've been training for it's my entire life. It's a bit gross because it's a bit gross because they invitation. dip the rolls in water. No, so they, they can do just... that. They do that so they digest and go down easier. They don't have to do that. They do it because you, to actually it's gross. win. It's the Japanese guy. The skinny Japanese guy was the one he realised. Koyabashi. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's been left in the left in the dust. Now it's he Joey has Chestnuts. because everyone's on top of his. Well, thing. Joey Chestnuts is the man. But it's no longer about eating the hot dog for fun. It's about how many you could eat. Yeah. It. Whereas I'm is, all about the taste. Of exactly. Because the, the thing is about um, the professional eaters. Mm. They're usually quite thin. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's it, it beggars belief. There are a few fatties, but there's there's not too many. There's not too many out there. But the merchandise we do have, we've still... we have, yeah, Raiders by fifty six beanies. Grab one from landspeed.com.au. We do. Also, whatever platform you're listening to this show on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, or one of the other less well known ones, um, subscribe, and that way you'll never miss an episode. Yeah, as soon yeah. as one comes out, you'll get a notification. And um, while you're there. Leave us a five-star review. Yeah, give us a good review because we crave your adulation. We 
crave your affirmation. Well, I mean, that's the only reason we yeah. could possibly be doing this because we ain't making money out of it. Um, oh, and if you do want to come and sponsor the show, uh, like our good friends at Landspeed Records and The Greenhouse. And Rugby League The Musical. And Rugby League The Musical. We played the promo at the start of the yeah, show. And, and Audio Technica, yeah. all of whom are genuine bona fide sponsors of the show. Um, along with Impact Comics, who have also, you know... They gave you a discount once. So. Give me a discount. And, and Mal down there and the crew are great people. If you do want to be a sponsor of the show, we are for sale. And, and look, we don't really put a whole lot of moral, you know... Yeah, I mean, you've, you've associated us with McDonald's. You're gratuitously... And we'll continue McDonald's. to associate myself with McDonald's because I love their product. They're a great sponsor of the club. They're a great sponsor of anyway. Team Football in Canberra, and I love their product. Let's get to the news. Brought to all be by... special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, yeah. onions on a sesame yeah. seed bun. Brought to you by Impact Comics. Go. News. Fafita, back in the hunt. David Fafita, the Raiders are back in the hunt. We've mm. gone all out. We haven't wasted any time. The news broke... Straight out. ...that um, with Justin Holbrook's sacking... Yep. Uh, he had a clause in his contract, as did Big Tino. Um, yep. And they are now can you know break their deal. And so Ricky's wasted no time. He's come in. Uh, initially, um, last, when we were in the hunt before, we offered 900000 a season yep. over three years. Three years. It's been upped. Yeah. A million a season, four years. Um, he re-signed to the Titans, 800000 I mean, that's serious um, money. I mean, that's, that's basically putting your cards on the table and saying, we are serious dealers here. Yeah, we're going all in. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. But I mean, one of the things we've sort of said in this show is, "Hey, we've got this money. Yeah, let's go hard. Let, let's go hard, and let's get and look. Ricky's in. Uh, Joel's in. Um, and Ricky was very clear to say me likes for feeder, hopes he comes. The offers out there at table thinks he's a really good kid. So Ricky's got a little bit of. Uh, and you will note when it fell through last time, the club didn't come out and slag him off at no, all. No, no, no. Look, and this is the thing. You know, he stayed where he was, so it's not as though. Um, yeah. He necessarily... Took another offer over the top. Yeah. Well, look, I hope we get him. But the other thing I wonder about that, you know, Big Tino. Imagine having Tarps and Big Tino right in the front row. Half the time I can't tell them apart anyway, right? One's got a mullet there. Yeah, one yeah, one yeah, does have a mullet and one doesn't. If, you, if you're aligned the haircuts, imagine those two in the front row. That's That would be quite formidable, would it yeah. not? Anyways. And then we'd have Seb Chris playing six. But anyway, of that's another, we we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah great. Fantastic. Fantastic. But who's going to play full? He's going to play fullback and who's going to play fullback? Oh, at the moment, probably Xavier Savage. Maybe it could be. Yeah. Anyway, more news. Seb Chris did resign until the end of two thousand twenty-seven. Great. Yes, news. wonderful news. Great play. He's really shown his 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 versatility mm. um, this year. He's, he's improved as the season's gone on at fullback. I still mm. don't think he's long term a long term fullback. Don't, break, but don't fix it. Yeah, he's well, doing well. He's acquitted himself very well in that position. His ball return is great. He's safe under the high ball. He's chiming to the back, run, uh, back line. His runs have been really good. He's making every post a winner. Was it a bit of a rough start? Yep, it's not being rough now. No. Someone, someone's going to have to push him out of that spot. Really, someone's. You know, he's no longer the utility back second rower on the bench. He owns that spot until something can actually take it for him because right now he owns it and he should own it. So that's great news. Brad Schneider. Yeah, well, there's, there's talk of Brad Schneider. Um, a lot of rumours start on Twitter, then there's been some um, mm-hmm. news reports coming out of Hull. 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 In the north north of England, yeah. Hull, Kingston Rovers, one of the two Hull teams there, yeah. apparently are going to about to sign him um, on loan yeah. for the rest of the season. I mean... Hull, of course, being where our Josh Hodgson comes yeah, from. Yeah, so, so Josh actually played for both. Um, yeah. He played for Hull the weak teams. one and then the stronger one. Yeah. Before he came over to us. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But it's an interesting one. Um, does this mean Brad Schneider is leaving permanently? Not necessarily, but it's definitely a possibility that he first goes over alone and then it signs a longer-term deal. Or has he just been sent over there to get you know experience of playing at a higher level and the club's planning uh, to bring him back to play six next year? We don't know. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's he needs. The, the COVID shutdown really, all those development players got their careers put on hold and maybe this is the best way to get him back up, you know, because maybe there's a feeling he's plateaued in talent and this will be the way that he actually starts being able to own it because what we've seen we've liked but maybe he just doesn't I get the that. vibe that he's not seen as the long term um, yeah. six here because he's certainly he's still, he, this one does not go to 11 is the vibe I get yeah he's still unsigned for next year and um, while he's always looked good in the Wales Cup he hasn't really dominated in the way um, yeah. you probably would like to see him has that side had the ability for a half to get the space that he needs though the injuries have just been massive you know the, the pull on that side you know half the half the time especially last year when Joel was running it you know half the half the time they were introducing each other to it, yeah. themselves to each other before kickoff so that it's not really fair that but look I wish him all the best in that and um, I've really liked the kid so he's good so if you haven't seen it yet, and I haven't, but I'm going to see it, Jake Duke on Foxtel has done a face-to-face, which you can go and catch up with, yeah. on, on Jamal Fogarty. Um, and, Blarka, you say it's really worth watching. No, it's worth Jamal, the more you hear Jamal speak, yeah. the more you find out about his story, his background, his path to, you know, where he is at the NRL. He speaks very highly mm. in this show at the end about um, what the Raiders have done to him you know, how much the club has welcomed him in and how mm. he's finally... Like, he had a very stop-start career. Mm. Um, he played a couple of games for first grade for the Titans in 2017, then went back to um, the Q Cup, then came back, mm. and then basically we signed him. And he said it's only really the back end of last year and this year's actually started to feel like an actual, yeah, you know, first grade football. And we've, we've seen him go from strength to strength. But he's just a fantastic guy. And yeah. Jake Duke does a great job. I really like Jake Duke. I think he's... Um, yeah. He, he's, he's been very valued since the kid turned yeah. up. He's, he's not a. He did a good one with CNK as well last year about oh, CNK leaving. Loved CNK. Yeah. Um, look, since he's turned up on the sidelines, Jake Duke, he's he's actually a decent, decent unit too. So he's a nice guy, which is always nice. Most of them are though. There's very few of them that go and do the stuff who are who are jerks. Gary Freeman. Uh, I've never done anything with Gary Freeman. <laughs> Apparently, was. I did stuff with Robbie Farrell once, and that was bloody funny. He had no idea what he was doing. No idea when he was meant to talk, where he was meant to stand. How what was he? Doing? What was that for? For uh, he was either Fox or Channel Nine. I can't remember. It was yeah, a Brookvale yeah. Oval, but uh, yeah, right. no idea what he was doing. Did lots of stuff with Scott Prince. Um, that was good, but no, Jake Duke is good value, and he knows his football, and he loves his football there. And Jamal Fogarty, look, he has to be the front runner, the leading candidate for Meninga Medal at the moment, right up there. Yeah, with Big Red, probably I'd say, and and Joey Tarps. Joey Tarps, he, he he keeps on keeping on. Yeah. You know, and I think we don't. We just expect him to just play at such yeah, a high yeah, level yeah. now. You don't. It's yeah. a little bit unfair, really, isn't it? You know, yeah. like he, he has this standard, and people aren't, you know, saying, "Oh my God, how good he is!" But he is. He's just good. He's. I'm so good. Look, the chance of him not being captain next year. Well, Jamal's the other one. I'd I'd, I'd toss up as. I don't think he wants it at the moment. I, I'd be surprised. I, Joey Tarps. You know, they well, see. We need two players. We need Tarps as you know because he he can't play. Well, he's not going to play on the field the whole time. So yeah, you need yeah, someone. So we need someone who's going to be there. But Elliot Whitehead, in theory, is still going to be there next year, and you know Jared Croker is potentially still going to be there next year. But yeah. once those two move on, which is obviously going to be, you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah. I'd have Tarpany and I'd have um, Fogarty as co-captains. Yeah. Okay. And f- so Fogarty, in this special, one of the things you learn is in 2020 after like half a dozen games. Of first grade, they made him captain of the Titans. 
Yeah. And that's apparently, you know, that's unheard of, basically unheard of. Yeah. No, he's good value. It's he's... the fastest anyone's been tracked to a captain of a club. He was, um, the incident, because my Matthew just loves watching all sorts of highlights, and he has watched the um, Papa ankle tap on Fogarty that many times. And you would think that <laughs> the poor bike that, that when, when Fogarty, he wore it really well, Fogarty. He's he did. He's always worn that issue really well. You would think that would mean that Matthew was not enthusiastic about Fogarty coming and joining our club. Exactly opposite. He was so excited that Fogarty was coming. Couldn't wait. And so last season, he made me take him down into the tunnel, and all he wanted to do was meet Fogs, and he did. And, and did he bring up the ankle tap? Yes. He did, right? He did. Yeah, it'd he be did. one of those but things he did it, you get he did, about. He did it in the way of you could tell he was loving him. Like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't derisory yeah, yeah. in any way. Look, there's two, so ways, nice there's two ways of looking at the the Papa ankle tap on Fogarty. Yeah. One is that Fogarty's really slow. Yeah, which is But not. the other one is that maybe um Papa's actually a lot faster than we give him credit for. And I think when they clocked him Yeah doing that run he was going pretty fast yeah 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 well yeah he'd, he'd already set off you know running back as fast as he could so yeah. he was already at speed when Fogarty was setting off so and there was lots of other and let's I also never think, talk about it again I then. think Fogarty had him in the blind spot didn't realise he was there and yeah. actually backed off the gas a bit yeah. let's 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 never right, but it anyway, look, we did have some bad news to go over. Elijah Anderson in the Reggies last week absolutely stuffed Horrible. his knee, stuffed Horrible. his knee, which the, the bloke just can't get any luck. He has been banging down when he's been fit, the door of first grade, and we've all thought he was any moment coming in. He's worth it, he's fast, he's strong, all these things, but my God, he's been hit by the injury stick. And our hearts go out to you, Elijah, because, of course, you're a long-term listener of the show, as well as you, CHN. We know you're out there, hoping you're getting better soon. Um Good news, I guess. So, are we going to go to the the origin? Oh no, let's let's talk about the under nine blue squad, under nineteens, under nineteens blue. Three squad. Raiders been selected. Fantastic. Chevy Stewart, yep. um, of course, who joined from the Sharks. We've done really well. I mean, it's obviously a strategy mm. to recruit um, standouts at a junior level, yeah, and bring them through. And and we've seen a couple of these guys um, get picked in the Blues uh, under nineteen squad for the game next Thursday. Yeah, um, but yeah, Chevy Stewart. No doubt will be the fullback for that side. Um, Ethan Strange, who we brought in from the Roosters. Yeah. I imagine we'll be playing in the halves. Um, yep. He's played he played in the centres in his cup the other week, but I imagine he'll be in the halves. And then another guy, Jake Clydesdale, who's a prop, yep. has also been selected. So that last year, the under-19s um, Star Origin game was great. We saw Trey Mooney had a wonderful game. He was captain yep. there last year. Um, Michael Osamur was on the had a good game on the wing. And, of course, um, we saw a young Pizet. Yeah. Who's in the storm? Storm really side. Really dominated that game. It was good. Rate. It was an exciting game. That was at Leichhardt, wasn't it? Where's it getting played this time? I should actually check that. Um, Blues won pretty comfortably. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was entertaining. But it's good. Go- but going to Origin, look, there's been some some strange stuff going on. First, the great news is is the Big Red. Thanks mostly in part to me calling out for his selection. Big Reds into the onto the bench for Origin. For a few his injuries boot. helped. A few injuries helped, but that's why I figured no, it started. No, it wouldn't have mattered. They would have dropped some. They would have dropped Flegler. You know, <laughs> they would have dropped Flegler and put Big Red in because he is just been fantastic. He's making his debut for Queensland, and I could not be happier for him. I'm so excited to see him play. Um, is that Redcliffe? Yeah, right. Done. I think. Well, I guess that makes sense because last year's one was in New South Wales. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. So this is that. KO Stadium at Redcliffe. Yeah, well, I'm very much hoping that uh, Big Red has a big one. But um, then we've got to have a uh, talk, and it's probably appropriate now, brought to you by our good friends at Rugby League the Musical, Dennis Carnahan, fantastic supporter of this show. He's coming with his show, Rugby League the Musical, to Canberra next week, the Street Theatre. 
Thursday, the 13th of July. Get there, get online, get your tickets. You will laugh, you will cry. Fantastic stuff, absolutely brilliant. And he is the person, of course, is bringing to you Ass Clown of the Week! <laughs> Who have you got for me? So, I'm going Freddie Fittler. Oh. And I mean, it's not just because he dropped Hudson Young. Not that's, just that's the thing I'm most a, upset about. It's, it's a big part of it. <laughs> just his insane team selection. What it's made, the it's, hell is this team all about? It's the most confusing, bizarre... I, I don't know what he's doing. Does he know what he's doing? Exactly. It's like, it's like, is there a plan? Is there a plan? I don't think there is a plan. He obviously watched Bradman Best. He obviously watched Bradman Best play against the Raiders early in the year because Bradman Best has only had two good games this year. Yeah, one against the Raiders, which he has every year, so and one against the Bulldogs. He's retained to Desco at the back, Toto on one wing, Josh Adokar on the other. Very lucky to keep his Stephen start. Crichton into the centres with Bradman Best, who's going to debut. Even he got, was, even he was shocked. Yeah, yeah. Well, then we got Cody Walker who's come into the six jersey with Mitchell Moses. Then we got, and I'm sure those two love each other. <laughs> <laughs> then in the front row, you got Jake Trebojevic making his comeback in the yeah. front row for Junior Paolo. He can't even get a spot on the bench. You what? It just hasn't been the problem. Damien Cook's still at nine instead of at centre, which was, yeah. you know... The, I mean, his his selection um, press conference should be held to the tune of Yakety Sacks of the Benny Hill theme. It's ridiculous. you got Regan Campbell-Gillard's comeback. You got Liam Martin into eleven. You got Colin Matangi into the twelve. Cameron Murray finally into thirteen. Then Yo Saifiti and Reese Robson and Clinton Gutherson on the bench. What I wouldn't have thought at the start of the year. I would have thought Gutho was never playing Origin again. I mean, how he's found a spot there, and and this obsession with the Saifiti. I don't even know which ones which of the no, Saifiti brothers. No, but no. he has to get one in there somewhere each year. Then on he the doesn't care which bench, one. He's got Sprint Salinu and and Scott Drinkwater. It, it's like he's taken all the players that are eligible for New South Wales and probably some that hasn't, put them in a blender and just randomly pulled them out. That's yeah. what it looks like. Anyway, I thought Hudson Young was, was pretty hard done by because although he, he was didn't a solid have, 5.5. Yeah, <laughs> although he didn't have a great game one, um, when he got picked for game two, I thought, well, obviously there's an eye to the future here and they, they, you know, they see him as someone. And I thought, he had a, I thought he had a good game two. Seven tackle breaks. Set up one of the only New South Wales with yeah. a break one of New South Wales only tries. Correct. He, and he got good. dropped. He, I thought he was one of New South Wales best in a side that was beaten by twenty eight points. I gave him better than an average score, which I didn't do for many of the others. Let me start. Let me establish. So I think you've. I think it's partially your fault. Look, I've I've also got another ask clan of the week, and it's all the hysterical media who basically came out about Fafita having the try go against him in the Titans, saying they were absolutely robbed. For a starter. It's touch and go. Whether he was robbed or not, whether he pushed Jamal out of Fagerty out of the way or pulled his jumper is beside the point. He was in front of the kicker, mm. and, and no one's talked about it. He was in front of the kicker, but the Raiders have been dudded by those things so many. Those sort of things. A few years ago, when Benji Marshall decided to go down, oh yeah, you know, and, and Jack White got denied that try Twice. at South City. Yeah, that, and it's Twice. like that. That was pure and utter duddery. So don't come at us with their their. I mean, we were on the we were on the wrong end of kind of a. I mean, it was different because we were the. Um, no, we were we were the we were the attacking side. We were yeah. the defensive side. I'm thinking of that Matt Timiko, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Todd Gilbert one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's like it, it, they they happen all the time. But, but finally, case, we get one. Everyone blows up. Yeah, yeah. Everyone blows up. But the the issue with that is it, just the, the screaming hysteria of it. And um, <laughs> what really got me in that was if you want to look at what went wrong in that match, um, decision wise. 
one of the worst things was when Rafa's taking the quick tap in the second half for a second tackle, seven tackle set from the 20, Tino deliberately goes and stops him being able to do it, which is instantly a penalty in a sin bin any time, yeah. except, of course, when it's against a Raider. And nothing happened. Now, that was five minutes into the second half. You take, or ten minutes, you take Tino off at that point in the game for ten minutes, it doesn't matter what Fafita, whether you got that try or not. The game's different. I don't know. We've but got, we, we haven't every... got a great record this year against um, yeah, teams with 12 yeah. men on the field. They but, usually but score against it's, us. It's hysteria, but it's only one side because, but you know, that, that's what they're trying to do. Here's the thing. It, it was blown up. It was like the worst bunker decision of all time oh, and of the season. It not wasn't even, even... It's not even in the top 250 of this season. Well, it wasn't even the worst bunker decision of the weekend. Of the round, yeah. I thought the um, the the try I thought the try awarded to Nelson Asafa Solomona, where he bobbled the ball. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that one. Yeah. I thought that was a far was more a, controversial yeah, yeah, worst call. A, it was a dreadful call. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't even a thing. They went in, but look, but going into that, there is something that unfortunately out of that response annoyed me. In fact, you might say it grinds my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? And you know what grinds my gears? Blake, do you know what grinds my gears? Tell us. Um, what grinds my gears is that Annesley's come out to the press conference on Monday and I've completely and utterly agreed with him. Do you know how upset that makes me? That It doesn't happen often. I, I'm put in a situation where I have to agree with Graham Annesley. I, it makes me feel physically ill that pretty much every word that came out of his mouth I agreed with. Um, I, I really dislike that situation. So for all you idiots who actually put him in the position where he could do that and make sense... I, I hate you. Well, the thing that really upset him, and I think is a valid point that he had, was that just the level of hysteria, oh, yeah. the overreaction. And that's because, I mean, that's fed by, um, I guess, the clickbait nature oh, yeah. of a lot of the, the social media yeah. um, stuff, whether it's from Fox Sports, whether it's from Channel 9, whether it's from whoever. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I just don't even think it was that controversial in the end. No. Um, it, it, look, the the one thing, if I was going for that bunker decision, it's why they, they called him onside or, or passed him onside. All the angles I saw, there was no way he was onside. He was in front of the kicker from the start, and it should have been a dead issue, but no one went into that. But yeah, definitely ground my gears that one. There's, there's no question. But the Titans game itself, look, it, it was an okay game. The Raiders did all right. I think we're all very nervous about the game because you know it's exactly the sort of game the Raiders lose. It was it was the Danny Stewart game plan. It was skip out to an early lead. <laughs> yeah, then... yeah, yeah, yeah. And they should have got out to eighteen and didn't. And it was only twelve. And then you know they got back the try and at twelve points to six. And had the Fafita try been allowed, it's twelve all at half time. It's anyone's guess. But they get that try straight after anyway. But then the resilience they actually showed stay in that match when the blowtorch was on the belly was pretty good, I thought. The, the, the Matt Timiko try was, you know, that was, again, a pretty sort of, I guess, um, fortunate well, turn of events. You look that Fogarty pushes. First off, Hopper, go, uh, sorry, Rapa goes in to make sure Camperera doesn't put the ball down and he bounces it. Then they pick it up and then Fogarty's like, run, you idiot. No, so Rapa pushed, so Fogarty made the tackle. Rapa manages, Fogarty doesn't get there to put um, Camperera off if Rapper doesn't push him in the back. He's the one that actually made the tackle. Yeah, right. And Rapper actually, like, it was actually Rapper's effort to just basically push Fogarty yeah. into him was what... Was what um... Oh, right. So but yeah, then we they were all sitting right in front. I didn't see that. And they all stopped. And then he gets the ball and passes to Timiko, who's off like a thing. And I think, oh, they're going to go back and replay this. And when, I, I sort of thought, tackle him so he's down the other end of the yeah. field. Because uh, I was certain the replay was going to come back and show it was either a try or there was something. And then when the replay came back and showed Cam Pereira bobbled the ball, he was still in. 
Yeah. We picked it up cleanly. Everyone was on side. Was I thought, oh, oh, we're going to get a try. And so that that was a that was a great moment in the match. But the teenage sin bin was just ridiculous in that match. Um, but how, how good was David Fafita though? Oh, he was very in that good. game. Though. He had so many great moments. Um, the only reason that um, Tino was able to stroll over so easily for that try right near the end, yeah, was because David Fafita had sucked in so many defenders. That said, I mean, um, and Ricky spoke about it in the press conference. Jamal Fogarty did a pretty good. Jamal and Elliot did, did a pretty good job on him. Really good job on him. I, Elliot got hurt one time. I thought it, I was very surprised he stayed on, and didn't go off for the the head knock. Yeah. When he went into it, and it turned out that it wasn't a head knock. He was winded. Yeah. Is what it was. But from where you get winded sat, too, you've tried to <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even get winded. I just get steamrolled <laughs> and killed. Um, but I was surprised he stayed on the field. He did well. But the one on because they managed to get Fafita one on one with Fogarty about three or four times, and every time Fogarty really acquitted himself yeah. well and gave enough time for someone to get in there and help. He, he did very well in defence. The, the, the one try that Fafita set up, though, with that pass where he st- stood yeah, in the yeah. tackle and threw the spiral pass, that was like... That was magical. It that was just was, too good. That was it's right one of those ones us. where you just... You, yeah. you don't want it like this. There, well, there's nothing. You, do, you no. can actually see it coming. I said to... In your seats with the bar, and here it comes, and it's going to be out here, and you could see it coming. And all he had to do was draw the players in. And, of course, he was going to draw them in because he's the size of... a bloody caravan yeah he's enormous so and that was a good try and they're, they're a good side look i thought aj brimson had a bloody great game some of the spiral torpedo bombs that um fogarty were putting up were as good as anything i've it's, seen Burton his put kicking up. game has just gotten better and that's been a real feature um of, that, his, of his form this year his, his kicking has oh, just gone to another level but those torpedo bombs that come down like uh, the most ridiculous like a, di- a, a dive bomber bomb yeah and they come down but Brimson caught them all. His mates, the wingers, didn't. They let him bounce. They were terrified. But Brimson caught everything, and he ran well. He was he was fantastic in that match, um, as well as Fafita, and as well as um, Big Tino was yeah. very very. Well, good. they're all playing for Queensland, so yeah. But there, there was there was lots of players that did well for us. Um, I thought Hopper had another great game. His kick returns great. Rapa, as we've just talked about, had a great game. I thought Seb Chris had a great game at the back as well. Mm. Again, I thought he was really safe. His runs were great and his defence was great. I think once more, Jamal Fogarty, just him having the keys to the team is really what's putting us in the position to be competitive this year. It, it, it is. is the number one thing. It is. And we're, like we say it every week, but whenever we, when he gets the ball, when he gets to control the side, hmm. we're always in the game. We look so much better. And, yeah. and look, honourable mention too to Jared Croker for the last two matches has looked good. Like, it's actually good. When he got Hopper got that ball away to him, he went down that wing. I thought, oh, God, how's he going to go? He actually went a lot faster than I thought. Mm. And he held the ball up long enough. Jack was un- Jack just got on the wrong line. If Jack gets on the right line, that's a try. But that's but they didn't drop. It was actually good. Unfortunately, then Fogarty drops the ball coming across. Oh, yeah. But that was a great move. And that is probably the only thing that stops Fogarty from getting the land speed records $20 man of the match for this week, which I think we both agree goes to Joey Tarpano. Yeah. Once again, massive game. I mean, he really needs to step up, you know, mm. when when Papa's not there. Mm. Um, he played 59 minutes, 181 metres, oh. 43 tackles, zero missed. Unbelievable. 71 pace contact. He just kind of just 
doesn't even necessarily yeah. hit the line that hard sometimes. He just strolls up to the line and just keeps on going. Yeah, he's just, he's so strong. He's so good. But he's his so footwork's reliable. so good as well. So, look, he's he's going to be at least one of the captains next year, if not the, I mean, like, he'll go off the field, so we have to have a co-captain there. But, you know, he's already wearing the C next to his name, just from his efforts. Um, while Elliot I think, Whitehead's still signed for next year. Yeah. You, you know something we don't know? No, I don't know, but I would be very... I mean, Elliot may want to keep having the C next to his name next year, but I think it's time... You know, like, you, you look at um, going swapping codes, you look at um, in AFL teams when players... Don't are talk about like, AFL on this podcast as a band. Is it? Yeah. Collingwood especially. Right. Right. Is that right? This is not an AFL podcast. In a lot of sides, what they do is they say, look, I'm still here, I'll still be in the leadership team, but it's time to yeah. pass the mantle. And and I think, I think, I think Smelly would know that. Because I think Joey Tarps needs to have a C next to his name. Like, it's not enough just to resign him for those extra years that we have. He, he needs the captaincy because he leads by example. He and Big Red are the only people at the moment I think have a ghost of a Big chance. Big Red for captain. They're the only people who I, I think, no, um, who have a chance of um, uh, catching Fogarty for Minninger Medal. Yeah. The only people. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think anyone else can beat them. Yeah. Um, from there, Timiko had a strong start this season. And look, he's still playing well, but he I don't did. Think he's, but it, I don't it, think he's in. It, it's Fogs with Tarps just behind him and uh, Big Red. Mind you, Dark Horse, Dark Horse, Seb Chris Hopper. True. I think Hopper. If we're gonna like do it, some predictions on the winning medal, mm. I think Hopper's gonna get the coaches. He's just been outstanding this year, hasn't he? Has he? He really, he really has been good there. So, but um, I know someone's got some opinions of that, and uh, Danny Stewart's decided to grace ourselves with uh, grace us with his presence. <coughs> yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half brother of a uh, Canberra coach, Ricky Stewart. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to the uh, uh, weekend of footy, uh, did we have some uh, incredible results? Some uh, real blowouts. We had uh, uh, the Cowboys putting. Uh, uh, 74 points on the uh, Mighty Tigers. Uh, we had the Knights uh, sneaking home with a 66-nil uh, uh, win over the Doggies. And uh, uh, the Sharkies putting uh, 52 points on uh, uh, some other Wood Duck team that I can't remember. And uh, then you had the Mighty Raiders uh, absolutely uh, crushing the Titans with a uh, massive four-point victory. <coughs> uh, you almost felt for the uh, Titans walking off that field. The poor buggers are uh, utterly demoralised, uh, absolutely demolished by a uh, world machine that uh, uh, is seemingly on their way to a uh, inevitable uh, fourth premiership. <coughs> uh, it was an absolutely uh, crushing victory. I uh, think it's our biggest uh, win in a while, four or five games, and uh, uh, now our uh, form against has improved to a uh, massive uh, minus 65. <clears throat> uh, so the boys are still well and truly on track for that uh, top four finish and uh, the negative uh, points differential. Uh, so onwards and uh, upwards in that department. <clears throat> now in regards to the uh, uh, big one against the uh, Mighty Dragons uh, on uh, Friday night. Uh, fuck me, haven't they been playing some good footy? <clears throat> uh, Benny Hunt won't be there, but uh, we've still got to be on our toes. Uh, they've brought in uh, the great Paul Turner at uh, fullback there and... Uh, uh, we all know what he can do. Uh, if we let our guard down, uh, Paulie T, you'll uh, you'll rip us a new one. <coughs> uh, we've got a few uh, guys coming from reserve grade there, and uh, Trey Mooney and Peter Holler. Uh, uh, we wish all uh, beat the uh, best on his Raiders debut, and they uh, if we keep playing the way we have, uh, and the Dragons keep going the way they have, like the Bustards, uh, they've been going like uh, it should be a. Uh, uh, crushing uh, six-point win to the Morty Raiders. So, uh, looking forward to the game, and I uh, go you, uh, Green Machine. It's a man of rare intelligence. Well, 
Danny um, said in said in his piece then, I don't know if you picked it up, he said that um, Peter Holler is making his Raiders debut mm. this weekend. Yep. Didn't he play against the Broncos and not actually get on the field? That's exactly right. He, he did not get on the he, field. He was brought into the side late. They flew him up late because um, Tarpany's wife went into labour. Yeah. Or was about to have the baby. Yeah. So Joey Tarpany missed that game and they flew Peter Holler up, but he didn't actually... He didn't, did not get on the field. <laughs> he was like the crab. Yeah. Free the crab! Didn't get on the field. So our side... Unleash the crab. I really dislike you doing that. So our side for this week, we've got to go to the team lists here. Um, Coming soon, crab merchandise. And obviously the uh, sponsorship of the team list segment is is now up for grabs. Um, so again, we're for sale. Brought to you by Rugby League Merch. Get your We Love Ricky shirts. Coming yeah, soon. Yeah, coming soon. Um, number one, Seb Chris on one wing, Hopawari. Other wing, Rapanat. Centres are Croker and Timiko. We've got Jack White and Jamal Fogarty in the halves. Up front, Big M Ray in the eight jersey because Sami Solo is out. Yeah, it wasn't. It was funny because when he went down, um, I thought straight away that's a category one. There's no way he's going to play. No eleven day stand down. They actually deemed it, or this is what they said on the coverage. They deemed it as a category two. Yeah, which means um, not an automatic stand down. Yeah, but obviously you know the signs weren't good. And and I'm surprised it was category two. No, it should have been category. It should have been category category one. one. Yeah, it really should have been. So. Unfortunate because he's been playing well. So Emre comes in to start. Zach Wolford uh, at hooker, who again had another strong match. Joe Tarpanay in 10. Second row, unfortunately, Hutto's back. Um, you know, Good should, for us because good, that was going to be, us. A, good for gonna us. be the big issue. Okay. Good try for him against the Titans too. Re- very well executed. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Elliot Whitehead partnering in the second row. And then at 13, we've got Adder. Now, is, is Adder going to play there or is Trey Mooney going to come in? I think Adder will start. I think Adam will start. I'm concerned about the... Um, uh, do the bench and then we'll... we'll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so then uh, on the bench, we've got Tom Starling in the 14, Trey Mooney 15, we got Nick Kotrick in the 16, we've got Peter Holler in the 17. My feeling is that he'll start Trey Mooney at, at 13 because he is a 13. Well, he he can play a lot of minutes in, um, in New South Wales Cup yeah. at, at 13. Obviously, first grade... Um, is a different story. And previously, when he has played in the middle, you know, in his, his brief first grade appearances, he's got gassed pretty quick. Same, Adder had a good... I thought Adder had a good game. I thought um, he had a great game. Against the Titans. And he, he, seems, he seems to be improving every week. My concern with um, that bench and just middles in general is that Ricky has been able to carry Nick Kotrick on the bench. Yeah. Um, because he's had three middles that are taking out most of the minutes. Yeah. Tarpany playing big minutes, um, yep. Corey Horsberg playing even more minutes, yep. and Papa playing a pretty decent amount of minutes, but not quite as many. We saw last week Emery Guller played 56 minutes. Yeah, He can't play that long. He's a bit gassed. Well, yeah. I won't be surprised at all if Arda starts again and Emery comes off the bench for a starter. Nah, I think Emery's going to start up front. But And the other thing, I he won't be, be playing that many because minutes. Nick Kotrick has been named in the New South Wales Cup I know. play beforehand, which says, okay, so... Who then is coming off the extended bench? Oh, is this the smoke screen? Is this the week it finally happens? I think this is the week that it happens. So the it's question kind of is, like in the post-match press conference, Ricky sort of admitted that having Nick Kotrick on the bench, you know, was a bit of a risk, and I kind yeah. of thought that he was kind of admitting that maybe he wasn't going to. Well, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, and we've got to get into it. I think this is the week of the smoke screen because he's been named in the New South Wales Cup, right? And he does need a run because he's been sitting there not getting any minutes. You can't drop someone in without any minutes and expect them to star, right? So the question is, who off the extended bench? Who's on the extended bench? Could possibly come in. And on the extended bench, 
for the Raiders. We've got Matt Frawley, the shoe man, in the 18 jersey. We've got Danny Levi in the 19 jersey. We've got Hahepa Puru in the 20. We've got Exhavia Savage in the 21 jersey. And we've got Clay Webb in the 22 jersey. So out of all of those, if we were going to have a Smokey come in for Kotrick to come out, for mine, it's going to be Puru. would have to be. And you'd play him at 13, but you wouldn't... You'd have let Adder play the first 20. Yeah. You know, until he's gassed. When yeah. Take a bit of the sting out of the game. Or you let Mooney do it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they've got to play Mooney. I guess Mooney's going to come on as a But maybe we're going to see Puru come in. So, you know, that'd be thing. For, for the Dragons, and we haven't gone through their side, let's go the, the Dragons for their start. So they've got a lot of mixing up because Benny Hunt's not there. Um, they got and injuries. They got yeah. They got Paul Turner at fullback. I don't know too much about. So it. Paul Turner used to be at the Warriors. Then he was at the Titans. Now he's at the Dragons. Yeah. And he's he's a bit of a journeyman, but yeah. he's got to have something. So it'll be out proved. We got Matthew Fenai on one wing, and we know he's a pretty good finisher. Um, we got Moses Suley, who uh, love apart from loving a good sleep in the car, keeping the car, um, is a challenging uh, centre to try and tackle. He's a beast. Zach Lomax, he's got something to prove because he has been told he can go talk to other people. Yeah, because do you know how much money he's on? Uh, 800000 a year. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But it's he's a lot of money go, for well, a centre. I think he's a good player, so I'd be very interested in him because I reckon he could look good at fullback too. Uh, we got Ravalala. We previously went after him, you know. Yeah, Apparently no. we were close to signing him. Uh, he was an, a pan, the story I'd heard was he was in the car on the way here when we got... Um, your Curtis friend, Scott. Curtis Scott, and we told him oh. not to bother coming. Yeah, there, there's a there's a sliding sliding doors moment How right there. How did anyone if think signing true. Curtis Scott was a good idea? Uh, don't I mean, know. I thought we had a no dickheads look, policy. It, it, look, it was Scully, right? So if Peter Mulholland, I'm not going to question him. He, he knows more. He knew more about recruitment. Than, you know, he's forgotten more about recruitment yeah. than we'll ever know. Uh, Ravalala on one wing. X-Rader, McCallie, Ravalala. Yeah, yeah. And he's, speaking of people the size of a bus, yeah. he's huge. And he can finish too. So, you know, he we know he's got some deficiencies, but he's there. A person, another player who, if you want to play him into form, Amono, uh, their number six, you know, he loves playing against the Raiders. The Hammer. Don't know how many tries he scored against us, but it's a He few. can't have the nickname The Hammer because it's already taken. But That's we, right. It's a good... Let's call him The Hammer. The Hammer, right. The Hammer Amone. Um, then we've got Jaden Sullivan taking the seven jersey. Now, he's got a bit of proof. He was, he has been playing fullback, but he's handy, right? Don't know about his kicking game, but... No, Amone's he hasn't been a... playing fullback. He's been playing the halves. Has he? Yeah. Tyrell Sloan's been That's playing fullback. That's what I'm thinking about, yeah. 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 And he scored a great try against um, the Sharks last week in their crushing defeat. Crushing defeat. But when he wasn't scoring that great try. Yeah, that's right. He was just, you know, he yeah, was a turnstile yeah. at the back. He was a turnstile. So you got Francis Molo in the front row with Blake Laurie. Uh, that's a good front row. They've got Jacob Little in between. Bit of a journeyman, but knows his way around the park at hooker. Ben Bur- murdoch Masilla, who's handy. Jaden Sewer, who is a bit patchy, a bit of a thug, but um, can play. Has and got a link to Canberra as well. Does he? Then yeah, got, he's, he's, he's... Great player, great player. Clean skin. <laughs> he's wonderful. Then We, we got, could bring him into the club. Then we got uh, Jack DeBellin in Your the man. 13 jersey. Yeah, yeah, my mate. Um, in the 13. Is he still captaining? Is that who they got? Who they got no, captaining? Blake Laurie's captain. Is that right? Well, yeah. yeah, I think that's a pretty good option for them. Yeah. Um, on the Where's his heart on his sleeve, Blake Laurie? Yeah, he does. He's uh, passionate. He is. I think he's a good player. They've got Moses Embai in 14, Michael Molo in Speaking 15. of people on like insanely too much money, Moses yeah. Embai, is yeah, he yeah. still on a million dollars a year? I don't know. But he's the Tigers right. still paying for him? Then we've got Toby Couchman in the 16 and Dan Russell in the 17. I wonder if he's related at all to Ian Russell. Remember the great lock forward for yeah. the Illawarra Steelers? I mean, just, you know, oh, of course he is. He must be his son because he has the same surname. Yeah. On their extended bench. It's an uncommon name, Russell. 
No, very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, uncommon name. Yeah, <laughs> on, on, on their extended bench, they've got Sione Finau, they've got Ryan Couchman, they've got Zane Musgrove. I think they're actually twins, the Couchmans. Really? Yeah. Then you've got uh, Max Fenai. So are the Fenai's twins as well? No, Maybe then, they're twins. So there's definitely someone's a twin. And then, yeah, that's right. And then you got then you got Billy Burns. Right, so let's look at the uh, the Hardwicks. So Matt Frawley has got to be a Hardwick and a half, right? Got to be a Hardwick and a half. Minna. I'd give him I'd give him one Hardwick. All right, Danny Levi, half a Hardwick. Hardwick, <laughs> come on. Okay, half a Hardwick. So I'll give him hard... I'll give him I'll give him another half a Hardwick just for Matt. In case Matt, you're listening. Yeah. Okay. So so we're up, so we're up to two, two Hardwicks. Hardwicks. Hey, Hepapuro, Hardwick. We, we, can we give him a Hardwick? Yeah. Has he played a first grade well, game yet? No. Okay. Half a Hardwick. Half a Hardwick. So two and a half. Xavier Sa- Savage. That's got to be Hardwick. Got one point five. Okay, 1.5, and then Clay Webb, half a hard, half a hard week. So you got two, three, four, five, minus half because I gave too much for Puris. So you got four and a half hard weeks. Sione Finau, half a hard week. Ryan Couchman, know nothing about him, half a hard week. Zayden Musgrove, he's played. We hard he's an him. angry man. Are we hard with Remember him? Remember, he's trying to kill everyone yeah, yeah. Uh, in at, like like at Oval. Yeah, I like When it. we were beating them 56 to nil. Yeah, yeah, but he was having a go. He hadn't given up. He hadn't hard you in the rack. He's a hard week, so we got two hard weeks. Max Fenai. Figo? Fenai. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I got corrected by our good okay. friends at the the Greenhouse podcast on my pronunciation. Green Machine podcast, not uh, the Greenhouse podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. You know that one. Yeah. The, the one with my mate on it. Um, and then you got Billy Burns. Solzy? Yeah. I like Solzy. No, Solzy's a good bloke. Yeah, so got half, half, one, so that's two, two and a half, three. So I'm giving that extended bench to the Raiders, but we'll note that we are definitely going to have a smoke screen there because I reckon Puru is going to come in, Kotrick's going to come out, and that's the way... For, it you know, for once, I wish you'd actually be right about something. I mean, you never are. I am you right never, about You never right about I was anything. right about stuff. You're I can't never remember. Right about you, you had to eat humble pie Save last your year. savage. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I, I was mean, completely was, right about yeah, it. Yeah, because sometimes your brain is... Can is, you is, just is, not give credit where it's due? Is, is your heart so bitter... I would like... What would happen? Who hurt you, Blake? I would like Who it. hurt you, Blake, to make you so bitter uh, Ricky, and negative? Ricky did. Ricky I, hurt you, did he? I would, I would like to know. I would like to you to, for once, yeah. to be right. Because Ricky's doing some weird stuff. I mean, he was clearly he was trolling um, last week when he said that um, Seb Chris could play six. Surely he's not actually considering... Seb Chris playing the I don't have any problem with that. You had Terry Campisi as a big, hard-running 5'8". Who could also well. kick a ball very yeah, well. we don't need anyone kicking the ball. We've got Fogarty kicking the Couchmans ball. Couchmans are twins. Are they? Yeah, the Couchmans what are twins. What about Fenai? Are they twins? Uh, we're we're going to make them twins. Or maybe they're triplets and there's another Fenai out there. What do you reckon? Uh, hang on What do you reckon? But maybe it's time to look at... Who's got a lift? Ooh. You're not even singing with me. Sorry, I'm trying to work out... Matthew's off the podcast, right? Under contract negotiations, and you're not even singing. Matthew Figay Fenai. was born on the 14th of February, 2001. Right. Now, if we look when the other one was yeah, born, okay, I'm writing if that they down. have the same birthday. Feb, 2001. All right, I've written that down. Okay, but, but who's got a lift, right? Well, quite clearly, it's those kids coming in to replace. So, Holler's got a lift. Trey Mooney's got a lift. Hohepa Pura's got a lift. And Adam Mariota's got a lift. Pura's not going to play. He's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to be rated 387. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic, or is it 388? I don't know. It's one of those. They're two. twins. They're both twins. So we've got two sets of twins. Two for sets the of twins. So that's going to be worth next year, Hardwick. So who are we going to put out there for the Raiders review with Blake and the Pork? Curse. 
for we'll score a try. Who who are we saying is absolutely Paul Turner? Paul Turner, get your yeah. money on Paul Turner this week. We don't know him from a bar of soap. He's going to go out there and do well. And the other player you bagged out, of course, was Moses Embai. So there's your double. Paul Turner and Moses Embai yeah. score tries. Moses Embai. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So that, that that's... Out of dummy half. Out of dummy half. But who's got a lift? Yeah, those those players who are coming in. You know, it, you it, can't ask people that haven't played before. It's to lift. It's to become more than they are. Yeah, absolutely you can. Absolutely. They have to lift into this side. They have to own their spot. They don't just go out there and earn themselves a hard week. I want them to go out there and have a two-hard week performance. It's... Who's got left is everyone in the middle to make up the extra minutes. So, like, like yeah, I said, and last week... Mariota, Puru, and yeah. Trey Mooney are in that category. Puru's not playing. Um, he will play. <laughs> he won't play. Emre's got a lift. Uh, or he shouldn't be asked to play 56 minutes in the middle. We got steamrolled in the middle. That's what I was trying to say before. Mm. You look at the back of the game, we got steamrolled in the middle because they were gassed. Mm. Because we, you know, we had a, an, a, a crab on the bench that... That didn't get unleashed. Is there, is there a time <laughs> where you don't have to bag out and belittle someone? Nikolai is a son of this town. He's, I like, a, I, he's a green raider, and we love him. And you standing there and calling him names like this, like you're some something clever. It's just I find offensive. I do. I find offensive. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. I just don't think that when you're missing two of your your big minute middles, you have a winger that's going to sit on the bench mm-hmm. and not play a minute. Okay, well, unless Rick, someone gets a HIA or whatever, that seems to Ricky, the only Ricky plan. Has his reason, and is Ricky we trust? Yeah, in Ricky we trust. Yeah, that's going to be a t-shirt soon as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it should be. But there are, in fact, reasons to be cheerful. Print it on a t-shirt, stick it. Yeah, yeah. Print it on a pineapple. We should have the printed on a pineapple t-shirt. Yeah, we? we should really have that. There's no question. Maybe another t-shirt that no one would buy. <laughs> no, people would buy the, the, the quick poll out there. Just answer on, on online if you would buy the printed on a pineapple t-shirt. Because I, I think you would. I think you'd love it. Look, reason to be cheerful is somehow, somehow, with a points differential of minus 65, we are in fifth position, which is quite amazing. And we haven't had all our buyers yet. So we've had 10 wins and six losses. At the beginning of the season, I've forgotten how, what what our thing was. Was it like one and four? One and four, yeah. you know. And now we're ten and six again. So you know, I mean that that's we won, we won that one game. We lost the first two. We lost yeah. the Cowboys. We lost the Dolphins. Yeah. Then we beat the Sharks at yeah. home. Then we lost to someone else away. Redcliffe. No, no, that, no, that was, was Dolphins. Knights. Yeah. Lost to Knights. Lost to to Penrith. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty scary. It was pretty dark and scary at the start. It was, but then and it's, it's funny the perception because you'd look at teams that are now um, below us on the ladder. Mm. You know, you think that Souths and Warriors were having pretty good seasons. Yeah, we're ahead of Souths and Warriors now yeah. on the ladder. The weird one is Parramatta only two points behind us. Yeah, but we're not really in front of South because they've got 10 wins and seven losses, but yeah. only one buy, well, only where one we've buy, got yeah. two buys. So, I mean, really, are we in front of them or not? Yeah. And the worry... Look, and, and that's the thing. So, of the sides that are still competitive, I think we can draw a line through the West Tigers, through the Dragons, in spite of the fact that's probably a Raiders review of Blake and the Port Curse. Definitely through the Bulldogs. I'd suggest the Knights, they're actually not that far out of it, but... They're just not consistent enough. I'm drawing a line through the Dolphins. Absolutely drawing a line through the Dolphins. The Roosters, the Roosters you still never there know. There still could be something there. I'm not certain about the Dolphins yet. I think they could still win nah, some matches. The Dolphins, Dolphins have got a lot of injuries. And... The Seagulls have got a lot of injuries. They'd have to play bad sides in order to get up there. I'm not ruling out the Titans. I'm not ruling out the Cowboys. So, But I think that the top 10 are all in contention for the top 8, right? And, and I will not rule out the Titans. Definitely won't rule out the Cowboys. 
um, that's there. So I, look, I think we've got a good chance. And and when you look at what we've got coming up, you know, we've got the bye. Two points. Yeah. Win. Hopefully. Then the Warriors away with the Warriors on a five-day turnaround. Um, then we've got the Knights at home. That does, sound like a t- home. that does sound like a tough assignment, um, the Warriors away. But it's funny, you look going to those games, we've performed really well in the games this year yeah. when we're kind of, you know, ex- we need to rise. And it's actually the games like this weekend. This weekend against the Dragons where you actually <laughs> get worried. And, and that's exactly right. So and the boys I need mean, to will, know. Is, is Ben Hunt being out, you know, on one hand you go, well, Ben Hunt always hurts us. He's their, their best player. Yeah. Um, is him being out, you know, necessarily going to help us this week maybe you know with some of the stuff going on with Ben Hunt yeah you know and 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 him not wanting to be there maybe yeah. the club will come together in his absence maybe they'll be fired up yeah yeah then a new leader will step up a hero will rise yeah Paul Tanner <laughs> Jack DeBellin obviously he's, he's the man made for the spot but the reason to be cheerful for mine is we're actually in a position now if we can actually convert some of these these matches and get some good wins we'll actually be in a position where you know there is this vague chance we could even get a double chance I mean, you look at it, there is a chance we can get a double chance from here and something could click and, you know, and it could be a Bradbury run, you know. So you see we've got the Dragons, bye. Then we've got the Warriors with them on a five-day turnaround. Then we've got the Knights at home during the day, which is nice. Then we've got the West Tigers at home during the day. Then after that, we go down to Melbourne, which I don't think anyone particularly likes and God knows we're due for a loss down there. But, you know, we could jag that. And they got beaten by Penrith the other day after after leading well. Then we come back and we got Canterbury at home during the day, um, followed by playing the Broncos here on a Saturday night. That'll be a tough ask. But, you know, if we want to go somewhere, we're going to have to beat them, aren't we? Yeah. And then we, we go away, I think, in the last round of the season to Points Bet Stadium up against the Cronulla Sharks, who Lord knows what can happen against them. But we've got a decent record against them. But again, they're due. Nine in a row. They're due. Nine they're due for a, a win against us. So with all of that there, you're looking at things going well. You know, six wins in that. You know? So a 12, You've done the ladder predictor? 12, no, no, I have Matt, Matt does that. But, you know, you're looking at another 12 points, which is 36 points. That'll be touch and go for top four. That'll be touch like and it. go for top four. And, and that is a reason to be cheerful. Now, if the Raiders can just go down to Wollongong Stadium, to Win Stadium this weekend, and actually get the two points, that will be even more of a reason to be cheerful. But, Blake, we've got a listener of the week. <laughs> we do. We have a listener of the week. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, you said if anyone else outside of your good self bought a Blake shirt, send in a photo. Well, someone believe, did send a photo. I did, someone did send a photo in. And they've actually been a listener of the week before. Patient mm. L. Rob. Mm. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. I, I don't. I think you're an ass clown. And I would have put you uh, as an ass clown had Blake allowed me to do so. But apparently because he bought a Blake t-shirt, um, you can't be made the ass clown. So someone that's a loyal listener. Yeah. That supports us. Yeah. Left a wonderful review previously yeah. online yeah. is yeah. an ask clown just because they bought a black shirt and not a pork shirt. Yeah, yeah, because that's a direct attack against the pork. <laughs> it's not a direct attack. Look, look, like someone wearing someone right. wearing a Raiders by two to six shirt is a direct attack against the pork. Right. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, who would wear that sort of shirt? I don't know. I don't know. What, don't sort, know. Of, what sort of loser would wear that shirt? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's. I, a, I mean, a, a, it's a rip off. It's it's a rip off. It's a poorly timed rip off. Right, you know, yeah. of Raiders by fifty six, which is clearly a fantastic tagline, and um, yeah, it's it's a rip off and it's poorly done. So anyone is doing that, it's like you know, liking you know, imita- imitation Coke. <laughs> and what's the point? What's the point in that? 
Pepsi. Yeah, pe- oh, no, it's, I don't mind Pepsi, but you know, it's like you know, Royal Cola, for example, RC, RC Cola. Cola. <laughs> you know, or one of those Kirksies. Remember those crates that used to yeah. get delivered with the soft drinks to people's houses? The rich people you knew that get those things, and there was that purple one, the Portella or something like that. Yeah. That sort of crap, you know. Raised by two to six with a heart attack. I mean, what even is that? I mean, I don't care if it's accurate. Yeah. I mean, where's the romance? Where's the joy? Where's it's the not... fun? Raiders by 56. It's romance. It's, it's, it's romance. We, we, Cinderella you know, story. We dare to dream. We dream. We dare to dream. Who of us was there on that beautiful day in 2009 where we did beat the Broncos, then the highest score ever done against them, 56 nil. That was a great day, was it not? Exactly. You know? You know, what great day has been two to six? You know? What? Well, plenty, but anyway. Yeah, okay, yeah, but not as great as that one. I remember that. We day. dare to dream. It, we do. We dare to dream. We here at Raiders Review of Blake and the Pork. Obviously, I just said what we got coming up. We got the Dragons, then a bye, then the Warriors away, then the Knights at home, and then the West Tigers at home. People, get out there and get yourself tickets next Thursday night, 13th of July, to Rugby League the Musical at the Street Theatre. Great sponsor of this show, Dennis Carnahan. Great man. You will laugh. You will cry. It really is funny. I would be there if I was actually able to be. Um, Dennis will no longer talk to me anymore, but you should definitely be there. Great sponsor of the show. Great supporter of the Green Machine. So get out there. Yeah. And before we go, um, we're actually going to play a song that Dennis wrote quite a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, interestingly enough, this is his song that we all know that's in Queensland. We do. But this song actually went international, um, mm-hmm. and I imagine it's got a fair bit of play again recently. And it's from not from Rugby League the musical, yeah, but from Cricket the musical. And it's about a man we all know and love. We do the wonderful Stuart Broad. Oh, Stewie, sing it to us, Dennis. <laughs> Cricket game was on a Trent Bridge, it was a beauty. But one unsporting act brought an entire team to disrepute. Why did a broad walk? Blind Fred could see that he edged it to Michael Clark, but not on He knew he was gone, and yet he stood his ground. There's no one walking no more. Has England's honor gone? Why didn't Broad walk? Broad walk. Why didn't Broad walk? Like Fred could see that he edged it to Michael. The audacity of him just walked up the pitch.